Hi everyone. In today's episode, I'm going to answer a question that one of my followers on Instagram sent me. This is what she wrote. I'm struggling so much. Working, dining, playing, watching TV, everything is in one place. And it gets so messy. I feel like I'm constantly in cleaning mode. Rita wanted to learn how to make her kids less messy. I am sure she's not the only one. There are thousands of women struggling with this right now because their kids are away from school, they're home all day long, and the messes just get bigger and bigger and bigger. But the good news is that there are a few things that we can do to live in a more organized house. But for this to happen, two important things need to happen first. One, our kids need to become less messy and I'm gonna get in more detail about this a little later. And number two, we need to give up our unrealistic expectations of a perfectly organized house, at least while we have kids living with us. All right, so let's jump to it. In order for our kids to understand why we don't like cleaning after them is to experience that feeling of why we don't like it. So let's really think deeply why we don't like doing it. It's time consuming, it's tiring, and it takes time away from us, that valuable time that we could be spending on something that we actually want to do. How are our kids supposed to understand this if they have never experienced this feeling of boredom, waste of time, and deprivation? If you're constantly cleaning after your child, they're not really learning. Some parents think that just telling their kids this, explaining it to them, they're immediately going to understand, but they don't because the human brain is not completely developed until age 25. So if you have a three-year-old, a five-year-old, even a teenager, they're not really going to understand your frustration unless they experience this on their own skin. If you let them clean their mess for 25 minutes and you do this consistently over a period of a week or two weeks or whatever it is, they're finally going to get that message Next time, before they dump all of their Legos on the floor, they're at least going to weigh in and think, hmm, do I really wanna do this? The important thing is you need to be consistent. You need to do this as many times as necessary so they learn that they are responsible for their own messes. Some parents know all of this, but they still choose to clean after their kids because let's just admit it, it's easier, less stressful, and it's way faster to clean it yourself than to hear a whiny kid do it. And even if they do it without whining, some parents don't like when the kids clean after themselves because they don't do it up to their standards. But you need to understand one thing, for them to actually be able to do it up to your standards one day, they need to get that skill developed. It is a skill. They need to get the practice to do the actual work over and over again until they become pros themselves. All right, let's jump to a specific example. Let's say your kids have made a huge mess all over the living room and now they wanna watch TV. You can say something like, oh, that really is a cool show, isn't it? Okay, so when you guys are done cleaning all this mess, come and tell me and I will gladly turn that show for you. Notice that I didn't say if you clean all this mess, I said when you clean all this mess. When you say if, it implies that they have a choice whether to clean it or not. 
If they think they have a choice, they will start the negotiating process. The negotiating and the resisting is actually what drains parents of energy. That's when they give up. That's when they're like, oh, you know what? It's just easier if I clean it myself. So it's important to use the word when instead, because when implies that two things are going to happen for sure. You are cleaning this mess and you are watching TV. It's up to them when that happens. If their desire to watch TV is not as strong, they might be like, ah, uh, I don't think so. And they might just go into their room and make another mess. In which case, just let them. Just patiently wait because there is going to come a time when they really want something. And when that happens, you just do the same thing again. When this happens, this happens. All right, so let's say they decided to clean the room and watch TV. Now, two things can happen. Sometimes kids don't want to clean because the mess seems so unmanageable, they just don't know where to start from. It's like when you have a to-do list that is so long and has so many things on it that you end up doing nothing at all because it's just too overwhelming. Um, well, they feel exactly like that. So you can help them a little with direction. You can say, Bella, why don't you do the Legos? And Viv, why don't you put your books back? And let them do one task at a time. And once they finish each task, just ask them to do the next one. And if they do it in a less than perfect way, just don't stop them, don't correct them, don't put it back right after they put it because if they feel like they're not doing a good enough job, they're more likely to give up. So just let them do, let them get the practice and eventually you can start explaining why you want the bigger books on the bottom and the smaller ones on top. The second thing that happens is if their mess is so big that it's been like half an hour of them cleaning and it's still not over, they might want to give up. And in this case, you can step in and offer your help. But don't do everything yourself. Just do one little thing here, one little thing there. And eventually you can start withdrawing more and more until it becomes just them doing all the hard work. The key to success is not getting mad at them, not raising your voice, not forcing them to do any of this. You need to be very patient, but very firm. You need to make them understand that mom means business. And to do this, you don't need to tell them. You just need to show them by simply not turning the TV on until everything is done. This teaching process is not fun, I hear you. And I know you would rather do something else. But if you want your children to learn a skill, no matter how small or big, you need to be patient and let them learn. Once they do, your days will become so much longer and so much more enjoyable. Now let's move to the second thing I talked about in the beginning, which is lowering your expectations. When you have kids, you're not supposed to have a perfectly clean house. If you do, then you are wasting your potential. And I'm saying this in the kindest way possible because I personally am a neat freak. I have been my entire life and some days I'm still struggling with it. But the good news is that it is possible to change. I still love organizing and I can give you so many tips of how to make your house more functional and organized. But when you take it to an extreme level, it's just not healthy. 
and neither is having a really messy house, so there needs to be some kind of a balance. If you have a spare space in your house that you can just dedicate to the kids, where they will be free to make as much mess as they want, then do that and let them know that once a week they're responsible for just you know organizing it as much as they can and if you don't have a spare space one thing i would highly recommend doing is getting rid of some of their toys when they have too many toys it's just too much stimulation it's like when your closet is full of clothes you always say i have nothing to wear because it's just too many things and you feel like you don't have anything same thing for kids the fewer things they have the more imaginative their play is going to be. All right, so getting rid of some of the toys and or having a designated messy area is tip number one. Tip number two, so I've been doing this for a few years and it's very, very helpful. I have this little box next to the sofa. Whenever I see something displaced around the house, we just put it in the box. And at the end of the day, when the kids are about to go to sleep, we start this game where every person from our family just puts misplaced items back to where they belong. If the kids are too tired or that day they're not into playing that game, don't force them. But it does help you to you know, save time. At the end of the day, 20 minutes done instead of just all day cleaning and cleaning and cleaning. All right, last thing I wanna talk about is Remember that we're all creatures of habit. If we do anything consistently for a few weeks, it will become a habit. So for example, if we teach ourselves and our kids to wash our dishes right after that we're done eating, just imagine how much less work we will have at the end of the day. I know, I know, you're probably thinking, what are you saying? When my kids wash the dishes, they make way more mess than if they just left it on the table. They're not helping me in any way. I know. I hear you, but it is not supposed to help you. At least in the beginning, it's about making it a habit. Once it becomes a habit, you can just start teaching them how to do it right. With practice, they will learn, trust me. It took me to have a second kid to finally start doing it. Give your kids a chance to mess up before they can be great at things. Whether it is cleaning their messes or making dolma or painting or just eating with their own spoon, whatever it is, if you give them enough chances to practice, they will eventually get better. I used to have this disagreement with my mother-in-law all the time. She's another neat freak and she wouldn't let the kids eat by themselves. And I would just always ask her, I was like, mom, why don't you just, you know, let them eat on their own? You know, that's how they learn. And she was like, no, I don't want them to make a mess and stuff. And then sometimes she would just call me and say, oh my God, I can't believe Bella did this by herself or Vivi is four years old and she can already do this. And I always tell her, I'm like, how do you think they can do it? It's because when they're messy and they're first starting and doing all of these things, I clean after them. I don't mind it. I don't constantly tell them that that's not how they're supposed to do it. I let them practice. I let them make mistakes and eventually they learn and just surprise everybody with how much stuff they can do. And I'm not perfect and neither are my kids. There are things that they still can't do and neither can I. But I'm just saying whenever possible, just give them a chance to make mistakes. Give them a chance to practice because it really does help. All right, thank you, Rita, for submitting your question. If you guys also have a question or a suggestion for a future podcast, 
Don't hesitate to write me a DM on Instagram at Sonia K, the same way as it appears on my podcast, or soniak at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye!